Lord Fellowship Church Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us on this Tuesday morning. Thank you for the privilege it is for us to be able to open the scriptures uh, with you on a daily basis. And I pray that your uh, relationship with the Lord continues to be cultivated and grow uh, as you spend time in the scriptures as well. If you have your Bible, we'll go to 1 Peter chapter 1. Uh, we're going to pick it up in verse 8. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So this morning, as we look at this, uh, these two verses, a couple of things I want to point out to you, and just reminding you that Peter's group, as they struggled to uh, navigate um, persecution and hardships and being scattered abroad and aliens kind of living in that time frame, uh, Peter's reminding them, though you have not seen him, you love him. So this group of believers did not see the resurrected Christ, uh, but they, over time, had developed a relationship with him or continued to love him or continued to learn uh, from his word. So I'm reminded of John chapter 20, verse 28, where Jesus is talking to Thomas and because you have seen me, you believe. And then he says to Thomas, blessed are those who have not seen, but believe. So this group that Peter's writing to has received a blessing because they hadn't seen the risen Christ, but yet they still believed in him. And believing in him, I think is a neat concept, though you have not seen him, you love him. So there's this relationship. Love is an inaction word uh, that this group has been cultivated, and most of it has come through a very difficult circumstances. But this group of believers had the opportunity to see the creation declared the glory of God, and so that drew their heart or would draw their heart to continue towards him. This group of believers have never seen gravity before, but yet they're thankful for it. They had never seen the wind before, but yet they believe in it because they've seen the effects that had taken place. So the gospel, if this group of believers uh, is coming to, to Christ and said, I, I, I want this relationship with you. I know it's kept in heaven for me. I know it's necessary to test the genuineness of my faith. Continue on. I'm going to continue on in this relationship with you. I'm going to walk with you, even though I don't see you or I never will see you. But there's something at the uh, in verse nine that most likely or probably or hopefully or could have or should have really been encouraging to this group of believers. In verse nine, you read these words, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So this group, as they suffer, as they're involved in persecution, there is an opportunity for hope to be played in their lives. And so I was reminded of Daniel chapter 3, uh, 16 through 18. You have Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace, which you're aware of if you read that passage of Scripture. But what I love about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is their perspective. And their perspective in the midst of the trial was, okay, I'm not going to do what's easy right now. Nebuchadnezzar, we're going to go ahead and bow down. No, their words to Nebuchadnezzar were, we will not bow down 
This man-made God that you have has nothing to offer to us. Which meant that their furnace was going to be heated up even hotter, meant that guards were going to die because of the anger of the king. But those guys were not going to bow down to a man-made image. They were going to trust their God. And so as I think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, moving forward to Peter's believers, reminding them, you know what? We have hope, and the hope does not come in us. The hope comes in the salvation of our soul. So I was looking at uh, Swindoll um, this morning, and we rejoice because we have a living, living hope. And so he kind of broke it down from this perspective. You have a permanent inheritance, divine protection, developing faith, unseen Savior, guaranteed deliverance. So in, in your mind moving forward, continue to train it to remind yourself, you know what? My faith is being developed. I have protection. There is a permanent inheritance for me. And that Savior who is unseen, I choose you today. So as you enter into this Tuesday in June, may God give you strength to cultivate hope, even though you haven't seen him, but you're aware of the effects that he's had in your life, the continued effects you'll have in your life to people that are around you. You've seen him do things. And may those things draw your heart to one day when we take our last breath, we get to see him face to face and that inheritance will be there for us for eternity. So Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for your words. And Father, we thank you that individuals in Peter's day as they listened to these words, found hope in you and you alone. Even though they hadn't seen you, they were still going to run to you because they've seen the effects of what you have done in some of their friends that have died and some of their other ones that have grown in their relationship with you. So God, do that in our family. Do that in our community. Cultivate relationships with you. May we be excited about you even though we haven't seen you. May we be longing for the inheritance that's kept in heaven for us. Because we've been rescued because of you, your strength, not us, but you. It's in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. God bless you and have a great day.